What the baby corn say to the mama corn? I don't know. Where's popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope I you guys. It. I hope you all listen the the whole way through to hear that. Welcome, welcome to the Phones to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Justin Fry, and on this show, I, along with the people I interview, share tips, tricks, and strategies to help you start and grow your phone flipping business. I phone flip full-time, and I interview people from all over the phone niche like flippers, mobile repair, shop owners, wholesalers, and everything in between. All right, so we got Ray Bombach. Is that how you say that? That's correct, brother. Thank you. Um, I've, one of uh, I've one of me that can't get that correct for some reason. It's Bombach. There we go. <laughs> Bombach. I got you. So we got Ray Bombach here. Um, he's down in Florida, and yes, uh, he's with BizPro Wireless, uh, direct buyer. I'm sure everybody's familiar with him. Um, so I, I wanted to bring him on so that we could talk about this horrendous week, yeah. week and a half, two weeks that we've had in the phone industry so that we can, you know, everybody's asking what's happened, what's going on, when's it going to be over? And so we just want to jump on here, discuss it and kind of figure out what's happened um, and where it's going to go. So Ray, if you just want to tell a little bit about it, about yourself and uh, we'll get started there. Hey, again, Justin, thank you for uh, inviting me onto your podcast. Um, a very up and coming podcast, by the way. But um, yeah, just uh, I'm part of BizPro Wireless here in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, I've been phone flipping for over ten years now. Of course, it's uh, it's an addiction that we all can't get rid of. <laughs> Obviously, um, we can make yeah. hundreds of dollars at a time. Um, you know this this market uh, phone flipping is always a roller coaster. Everyone knows that um, up and downs all around. But you know the profits make it worthwhile. Um, we do have our ups and downs, like right now, the RSIM situation, um, you know, for locked devices is a very touchy situation. Um, a lot of direct buyers, such as us, um, lowering prices, you know, you know, people freaking out. But um, this is one of those roller coasters that we deal with, you know, once a year on normal. Uh, a lot of newbies that come into the um, cell phone flipping um, have never ran into an issue like this. And all of a sudden you'll see in the groups like, Oh man, what's going on? Prices dropped two hundred dollars. You know, <laughs> yeah, overnight <laughs> yeah. it's just crashed. And you know, phone flippers, you know, the street flippers, you got a, a big margin usually. You know, hundred dollars a phone. You know, hundred fifty right. lucky. You know, so if they're breaking even or losing a little, I can see why they start freaking out. You know, and uh, and like I said, you get used to a, a certain price being there all the time, and all of a sudden, you know, you wake up next morning, you're hundred dollars minus. Um, yep. but again, this is a situation that happens a lot. Um, you know, maybe even once a year, sometimes it's, it's been, I think almost a couple of years since the last arson went down, if I remember correctly. Um, but again, a lot of people were trading phones into Apple too. So it kind of, you know, helped at that point where people weren't losing too much money. But again, we're just waiting on the patch here. Um, of course with Hong Kong prices and everything, you know, these overseas people, they need to have this arson working. So, you know, they can use those locked devices overseas. So. Yeah, and that, and that's what I wanted to that's what I wanted to talk about was was 
you know, a lot of people don't understand exactly what RSIM even does and why it's uh, so important for the business that we do. And more importantly, uh, why it affects the prices so greatly because most people don't understand or, or not most people, new people yeah, don't necessarily understand that you got to have RSIM for those used phones because they're going overseas or, um, you know, they're going to shops and, and people are yeah, RSIMing them and then selling them back on the street, whatever it is they're doing. But once that goes down, I mean, it's a catastrophic uh, effect because it's, I mean, it's hitting basically everybody. And it is. It unfortunately, uh, I got caught with my pants down uh, with, <laughs> with quite a few. Um, I wasn't expecting it. You know, I have healthy margins like you were talking about. Yes. And my focus, honestly, for the last little while has been getting this podcast going. It's been getting, um, you know, the, the growth in my group and uh, getting content out yeah. and, and teaching myself how to do all this stuff. And so, you know, my ads are still going, my networking is still going. So I'm still buying phones like crazy. And I'm just like, you know, I'm stacking them up over here. I'll send them out when I can send them out. You know, I'm still selling some stuff locally that's unlocked. And then you wake up and it's looking like the crypto market where you were doing (laughs) really good. And then you're looking at prices and you're like, what's going on here? What's going on with these prices? And then... And then you start looking at all your phones and all your prices and you're like, man, I like, I get this stuff sent out because at this moment I may break even. And by the time it gets to a direct buyer, I may be in the hole. And so now we're playing this game of, do you sell? Do you hold? Um, And, you know, so I, what I did was I held for a couple more days through the weekend to see, if there was any progress at all, um, I didn't see any progress. I haven't heard any progress. So I went ahead and, and basically dumped my current batch that I have. And now I'm going to adjust my prices going further. Um, so yeah, I want to talk about, you know, where you're at with, with how many phones you're sitting on and what your money situation looks like. <laughs> Cause I mean, I'm not asking about your money, but no, no, um, it's, it's cool. Obviously, I, I, but you know, like, on on my scale versus yeah. your scale, I'm sure is is a huge difference. Um, huge, a very huge difference. Um, like I said, uh, it's hard to predict when these things go down. And usually, our sim, if it goes down for a day or two and it goes back up right away, it's a good sign. But if it's going for a week, two weeks, it's not a good looking thing. And it couldn't go to a month, maybe two months. You just hope it doesn't get to that point for a lot of, a lot of you guys too, because. I mean, you're, you got to negotiate on the streets and you can't be offering yeah. ridiculous numbers. And they look at you and like, you're some kind of moron, you know, <laughs> Scammer they, or they, they yeah. don't, yeah, they don't know about RSM. They don't, and you, right. they think what's this guy offering, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it's a rough situation, but for us direct buyers, like you said, a lot of direct buyers out there, you'll see pause on the, on their sheets, not buying pause, 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 pause. Most of those guys maybe already got just a boatload of locked and they got, they're totally screwed right now, you know, cause they don't want to keep buying, buying, buying. So with us, we got lucky. We didn't, we weren't on too many locked. Um, we had more unlocked and locked and we got, we got rid of a lot of locked right before it happened. Thank God. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a bad situation because think about it. You know, if you, you got, you got $40,000 worth of stock and you're losing a hundred dollars per piece, you know, that's a yep. huge loss. And a lot of these direct buyers, they got to, you know, just, 
just hold on to it and hold on to it. I mean, you got your different levels of direct buyers, but you got to keep that money flowing. You got to keep it out to your guys. You got to ship it out, ship it out, ship it out. But uh, yeah, the RSM, even for local people, um, local flippers, stores and stuff, they a lot of their income, they rely on that. And a lot of people like the RSM because they can't afford a straight up unlocked device. Right. So for the middle class, the lower class person, a RSM works perfect for them. So, yeah. and of course, these big corporations want to get rid of the RSM. They're trying to pat, you know, Block it, block it, oh, block yeah. it. So, but um, it's a cell phone market. Is it's it's the most weirdest thing. It's the, the it's the most enjoyment you can get, but also the most headache as possible. It's it's a weird thing. Um, yeah. It, well, it's, and it's and that's what I wanted to. That's kind of wanted what I wanted to touch on was some of these new guys maybe watching this or listening to this, and they're trying to figure out, man. Like I'm sitting on these phones. Do I hold them? Do I sell them? And I mean, you just, you really don't know for sure, but like you said, history, history shows that if it goes down, it doesn't come back up, it might be a while. And so you got to start thinking about, do you hold and hope they come back up? Um, and you know, you are, how much capital do you have to work with in the meantime? Are Are you unable to buy anything from here on out? Um, or do you hold it and, and it eventually comes back up, but it's been so long that prices have dropped anyway. And so you're still, you know, you've just been sitting on that for all this time. Yes. It's it's tough, especially for a newbie. Like it really depends on your bankroll. Like if you can hold on to devices, hold on to devices. But, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of street flippers, um, I mean, it's, they're, they're amazing guys. I mean, there's a ton of amazing guys in the groups, you know, everyone I talk to is amazing. Um, I enjoy talking to every one of them, really. Um, but yeah, it just really depends on your, your what you have, you know, money wise. But I even if you're taking a loss, I just get rid of them. It just happens that way. I mean, sometimes you have to take a loss in the market. I mean, yeah. we take losses. I, I know it hurts, but I'd rather take a little bit of a loss and maybe even further loss because who knows? But it really just depends on your bankroll. But again, you know, you can always focus on other things like you run Facebook ads, focus on MacBooks, run yeah. MacBook ads run iPad ads. I know there's people, a lot of people just think phones all the time. Sometimes you need to be diverse and just focus right on MacBooks. Just do straight MacBook ads. Um, It takes a little bit of time to learn how to look to MacBooks. There's a lot of people, you know, that are kind of, kind of iffy about it, but then there's YouTube tutorials, there's courses, there's everything. I mean, you know, you got, you got smart guys just like you, Justin, teaching people what to do. Um, they, They just, just educate yourself. There's, there's education out there everywhere. Um, learn how to use Mac MacBooks are very, very good profit. Um, yeah, I love so. MacBooks, especially yeah. especially MacBooks that, you know, one of my biggest profit margin uh, items is when somebody says, hey, I got this MacBook, you know, it needs an operating system. Mm-hmm. Or I, yeah. I, tried to, I tried to wipe it and now it just won't come back up. And so I actually, you know, I keep uh, a couple different thumb drives with different... Uh, you know, versions of the operating system through the years, depending on what year I'm working on. Yeah. And almost every single time that it's some kind of operating, uh, uh, issue, operating system issue, I can pop that thing in and boot from it and boot it straight up and then update it, it, Mm -hmm. update it through Apple over the internet. And it's done. Like (laughs) you can, I, I literally buy, MacBooks for, you know, a hundred dollars or a hundred and twenty bucks, mm-hmm. and then put a 
new operating system on it and then turn around and sell it for six, seven hundred bucks. It's a great like, profit it's crazy. maker. And a lot of those, a lot of those can be sold local. I mean, a lot of, they sell. Yeah, I always sell local. MacBooks local. Yeah, yeah I sell MacBooks local. local. I sell iPads local. Watches. watches. I hate watches, but God, yeah. I hate the watches. But I hate watches too, man. <laughs> they have good margin if you know what you're doing. As long as they're um, not red, get <laughs> the red watches away. Or from blue, me. or blue. Yeah, don't blue. Buy yeah, those are rough. Either, those are man, tough. they don't sell either. Yeah, um, um, we, the best luck we've had too is, well, of course, we do B two B as well. We sell to uh, you know a lot of outlets out there. Um, but Swap is amazing for watches. I mean, I do very well um, Swap and stuff. There's outlets for everything out there. But again, you got to be diverse in this market. You got to have multiple streams, yeah. because like I said, even with the Arsim going down, um, you know, you just got to turn your focus to other things. You know, a lot of these guys are, are awesome repair shops, and they got you know yeah. make that money for repair. Of course, with the economy right now and inflation, and and that's the last thing people want to do is spend money repairing a phone. So. Um, it's just a tough time for everyone right now, and then they get smacked with the RSM. It's it's a tough situation. Um, so a lot of newbies that are jumping into this now, it's just it's not the best time. But <laughs> just hold hold in there, learn the situations, learn, you know, educate yourself, you know, take your time, you know, uh, and just even when you're negotiating with people, just have to like, okay, for me personally, when I'm doing this locked issues right now, and I'm doing a negotiation. When you're usually buying finance devices, you got to try to look at them and say, hey, you know what, ma'am, sir, this device is financed. It's only good for parts. Parts on my end. Yeah. That's it. Parts. And you're not going to pay it off. You're not going to pay it off. It's going to be blocked. It will not be usable. A lot of people don't know that. You know, they right. think, so I, I, I could use LCD. I could use a microphone. I'll give you 100 bucks for it. You know, yeah. and, you know, hopefully you don't shop around anywhere else. But, yeah. I mean, instead of acting like a moron, like, oh, I'll give you 100 bucks for this, you know, kind of explain yeah. to them you know, what you're yeah. going to do with the device, even though you might not do that with the device, you know, but yeah, yeah, little tips, you know? Well, um, and, and that's the thing though, is while, while you may not be buying it for parts, mm -hmm. when it comes down to it a month from now, a week from now, three days from now, cause we, I don't know what this person's going to do. Yeah, I don't know really. if they're going to call it in lost or stolen. Yeah. I don't know Blacklist, yeah. what they're going to do. So, I may buy, you know, this thing right now and it'd be good. And then four days from now, it'd be a parts only phone. So that's the way I look at it that's with yeah. finance devices is, I mean, that's what I tell people. They're part phones anyway, because realistically, I don't know if the phone's going to be good in a week from now anyways. Exactly. Um, but, you know, another thing like you were talking about uh, with diversifying a little bit, you know, even if you don't want to dabble in iPads or MacBooks or stuff like that is like this phone right here, 11 pro max it's unlocked, but screen, if you can see that screen, it's cracked trashed. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? But you know, when it comes down to it, this phone is still sell locally. I've listed phones like this that are busted crack backs, whatever, and people still buy them locally. They do. It's it's they still want it's an crazy. iPhone. They still want yeah, an iPhone still want, no matter what. They still yeah. want a big, nice, fancy iPhone that they can yeah. be like, oh, yeah, I got this you know, 12 Pro Max. I dropped it and cracked the screen, but it's 12 Pro Max. Yeah. You know? Especially the back crack, <laughs> uh, the crack back. They can just cover it with a case. They yeah. don't care, you know, so. Yeah, but like, you know, also maybe learn how to do some repairs. You know what I mean? Especially if you're slowing your marketing down mm -hmm. um, because, you know, capital is an issue because you're holding phones. Yeah. Or, um, 
you know, prices are trash right now on finance devices. Um, you know, you, yeah. you got a little bit more time. Yeah. Maybe you can teach yourself how to do a couple repairs. And then, so this $80 phone ends up being a $450 phone because you throw a screen on it. You That's know what it. I mean? And like you said, it all comes down to education. There's websites, I think I fix it or something, but there's all these yep. websites you could just go to and they'll give you step by step by step how to replace a screen, how to, you know, fix a taptic. I mean, yep. you, could, you could make 80 bucks fixing a taptic. I mean, you just pop the screen over and you just, you know, tighten a little bit and you're, you know, then it's not buzzing yep. anymore. And people are like, why don't it take 10 minutes? You know? So well, my, you know. my favorite, my favorite repair of all time. And I do this all the time. Um, actually I got an XS max over here right now Yeah, that, that is unlocked. It's good condition, but they said you couldn't hear out of it. It, they just they it got to the point where it was so buzzy in the ear you couldn't uh-huh. hear anything all turned all the way up you can't hear nothing and so I I think I paid like a hundred bucks for it yeah. you know because when it comes down to it if the speaker is in fact bad I'm gonna lose face ID you know what I mean and, yeah. in the repair and so I gotta account for that but nine times out of ten I take that thing I bring it here. I have one of those like $4 kids vibrating toothbrushes. Yeah. I turn it up. I stick it in there. I go <laughs> like this back and forth a little bit. There you go. And then I make a call with it. And almost every time it fixes the phone. So it's perfect. You know, it just, it takes that gunk and stuff out of there. So it's little things like that, that, um, can really start adding up and stacking up and giving you different avenues That's key. to be able to, you know, make some money even in a down market. Cause I mean, it does, it sucks right now. But if I was you and I was holding phones, mm-hmm. I mean, for me personally, I would probably go ahead and get rid of them, I, get what I, you can get out of them and then start adjusting your prices accordingly. Cause yeah, start you don't your prices. know. I mean, yeah. I mean, this could be down another three or four months. And that was my next question was, you know, you've got, um, a network obviously overseas and, yeah. and, and who all knows where, but have you heard any rumors, any progress, good or bad, um, towards a fix? No, we talked to a few people. Um, and we have, they're, they're, they know as much as we know. It's just it's it's in the, it's a dark tunnel right now. So <laughs> um, yeah. I wish I had some good news for a lot of people, but um, that's why the focus is to diversify yourself. I mean, yeah. like you said, a lot of this is a side hustle for a lot of guys, but a lot of this is a full time gig. And for guys yeah. who are doing this for a full time gig, it's definitely a, you know it puts so you hurt. back. It's gonna bit. hurt. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> hurt. That's why uh, that's why it's always important to put a little bit aside. I've always been the guy to put 20, 30 bucks pack back per profit a phone and just have it back. Cause times yeah. like this happen, you know, all of a sudden, yeah. like you, you start phone flipping. Oh man, I made, you know, 4,000 this week. I made, you know, 10,000 for the month. Don't right. blow it all right away. Don't blow it. I'm yeah. telling you, put some aside. I know people are like, I gotta go buy this. Gotta go buy that. I, I got that yeah. way too. When I first started, I'm like, wow, man, I yeah. was making 500 bucks a week. Now I'm making, you know, three, four, five. <laughs> Yeah. Thousand, you know, so you want to go out and buy clothes. You want to go out this car and just listen right. from a, I'm 40 years old. I've been through a little bit, put right. some aside for the newbies, put it aside. You'll be so happy later on. I'm telling you just, uh, prepare yeah. yourself, you know? Yeah. Well, and then another thing too, is I haven't heard anybody talking about this, but it's been something I've been thinking about is we're coming up 
getting close to the release of the 14. Yeah, the four, and, yeah, four, yeah, four models. You know, that, that July, August area, you know, prices start kind of getting weird anyway. They do. And then once the release happens of the 14, they go all over the place. Uh-huh. And then they, you know, they it takes a little bit to stabilize again. And yeah. so we've we've really got two options here that or two possibilities that could happen is, you know, our sim could come back up tomorrow and yeah. we should stabilize before we get to the 14. Or it doesn't come back until we get actually closer to August. And so you you are going to have some people that's holding a bunch of stock that are going to try to dump it, and then y'all's prices are going to go crazy again. Yeah, because, because then, there's then too you much... got supply issues. Yeah, because there's too so much you got too now. much yeah. stock, right? And so mm-hmm. that's going to affect prices. And then we're going to get the 14 release, which is going to jack up all the prices and and make them all crazy as well. So. It's. I mean, it's going to be an interesting couple of months. I think. It is. Um, it's if it doesn't come back in the next week or two, I think it's going to be an interesting. Yeah, right. Rest of the year. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, th- theoretically, June July is slow every year, no matter what. Even if our sim is down or not, usually those are slow months. You know, get ready to go into quarter four. Um, but with, I'm telling you though, with inflation at all time highs. You know, gas, ridiculous. You know, I don't know how we're going to perceive on buying the iPhone 14 models. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people are going to be attacking the 14s, like, unless there's something totally different, you know, that's mind-blowing yeah. to the Apple fans out there that, like, I want to go yeah, get a 14. they don't care. I mean, they're, they're still going to buy it every year anyway. They do. They do. But uh, times are a little bit different <laughs> than they were two or three years ago. So, yeah. But, again, they, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's just my opinion. But, um I think people are a little more fickle with their money now, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, if I had a 13 Pro Max, and I'd be like, I'm cool with this, but yeah. like everyone, sometimes you got to have a new phone every year, and I don't blame them. I mean, that's what they that's what they're into. So, but me, I could go right. three or four years with the same phone. So, even though I deal with phones all the time, I could be yeah. upgrading, but I just you know I get comfortable with the phone. I don't want to switch all my stuff in and out of phones constantly. So, well, the funny thing is, you don't even use an iPhone, do you? No, I'm a Samsung guy. So. <laughs> I'm a Samsung guy for phones, but I love the Macs for the computers and stuff. So right. that's what <laughs> yeah. I think's funny. But like I you said, know, I was talking earlier. I uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Elon comes out with a cell phone here soon. Anyway, so uh, solar powered, you know, Tesla cell. Yeah. You know, what I'm so who knows? He might blow Apple out of the water eventually. Yeah, who knows? I mean, yeah. you just you just never know. And and that's another cool thing about um, this business is you know now we're starting to see some leaks of the 14, and yeah. so. It looks like there's not going to be a mini, but it looks like there's going to be a non-pro max. Um, so, I mean, that's going to be interesting as well to see, you know, the differences. And, and then we're going to have to have prices for those as well. And yeah. so it's it's going to be fun, especially because yeah. that's going to be a brand new phone mm-hmm. that we haven't had in a couple generations. And so it's like, God, what is that even going to go for? How is it going to sell on a used market? That's right. And, you know, that's going to take some time to shake out as well, you know? It's going to be fun. I mean, like you say, you can't, you can't, I mean, thank God, I mean, Apple coming out every year. It keeps us, you know, flowing. It keeps, you know, the guys on the streets buying, you know, you can't beat it. But like I said, um, I just hope, I hope this fourth quarter is as strong as it's, you know, as it's been lately. So, 
Um, yeah. I know a lot of guys need it. <laughs> so, yeah, because I, sure. I know there's so many guys in these groups are so awesome. Um, I talk to a lot of them and um, at old repair shops, and and I even see in the groups like, oh man, has has your shots been slow? Have has yours been slow? Like, asking questions and a lot of people, like, yeah, it's been slow. It's been slow. You know, it's, yeah. a lot of people are struggling. So I mean, I hope the fourth quarter here helps a lot of people out. So we'll yeah, see for though. Sure. You know, I don't think I've ever asked you this question. Yeah. But um, so did you start out in the street or did you go straight into direct buying or like yeah, no. you said you've been in it for 10 years. Yeah. So you started at what? Like, you know, phones were still hooked to the wall or they were the size <laughs> of duffel bags. The, the razor so, flips. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, gosh. Yeah. No, uh, I started with Craigslist. That was my thing back then. Uh, but I, I, I learned on YouTube way early. What was it? 2008, nine. His name is Money Man yeah. Mike, and he said, flip phones, you make some money. I'm like, man, I never yeah. thought of that. Flip phones make money. And this was when the, you know, HTC phones were out and, you know, still right. got Evos and, and this and that. <sighs> kind of, I'm aging myself, but uh, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of kicking no, myself. You're, you're saying those, and I'm like, man, I had one of those. <laughs> I had one of those. <laughs> right? I think a lot of people yeah. listen to this. They'll be like, oh, I remember those. But uh, yeah. I, I kicked myself thinking, why didn't I buy a few of those and just kept them in the box sealed? Like, you know, Nintendo games <laughs> now. Know. Like I see all original iPhones going for thirty thousand dollars by collectors, but uh, yeah. yeah, no, I just hit I hit Craigslist back. That was Craigslist was popular, and uh, I did I I covered all the Tampa Bay area really um, for a while. Um, yeah, man, I'd be working for FedEx at the time, and I'd be in the middle of my FedEx route. I'd have some you know person text me, I got this this this, and I'd <laughs> jump off my route and go pick up a phone. You know, that's, that's I never got funny. caught, but um, right. yeah. I'd, pick up on the side and, and still deliver packages all day. So that was the greatest part about it. But, uh, I did, I did very well at the time. So do you, do you still buy any off the street or are you straight mail in now? Straight mail ins now. I mean, personally, I, I, I love it because I mean, we, you know, I give you guys a lot of credit. There's a lot of dangerous things you've grown into. Um, I've done it. Yeah. I've got arrested. I've, I've been robbed. Um, you know, crazy situations, you know, I mean, I go tell long stories. I go long stories about stuff. Right. But, uh, yeah, I've been through the whole nine, you know, I mean, I, I made the mistakes. I've met people at their homes. I've, but again, you know, sometimes the money is just like, wow, I can make 200 bucks, but don't, I got very lucky. I mean, just don't risk yeah. yourself. I, like I said, all the newbies, I mean, people here, just, just meet safe locations. Please meet safe locations. I've heard of people getting shot, you know, it's, it's not good. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, just be very safe. I know the money can be very tempting, <laughs> But um, yeah. don't meet at 10 p.m. at houses at night or, you know, in a, in a parking lot yeah, that's empty. Crazy. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I went, I was street flipping and then moved into that aspect, you know, so, but um, I, it's and a lot if, safer now. <laughs> yeah. And if you're uh, watching on YouTube, I'll throw a video up somewhere right here. Uh, I actually did a video about uh, being able to flip phones safely and, yes. and all those things that, you know, the different various check boxes and stuff that you need to check uh, just to make sure people are legit and make sure you're meeting at a safe place, things to do, things not to do. Uh, so I'll, I'll put that in there somewhere yeah. so that you can, you can see that and watch that. But Because to a lot of new flippers, they don't understand that a lot of people who are selling their phone to you or maybe in financial straits, you know, um, you just never know. Uh, a little bit sketchy, a little bit, you know, they need that money. You just... You never know. You're yeah. dealing with thousand dollar devices. I mean, you know, you, they hand the phone to you, then also they pull a gun. Uh, you know, give me that. Give they give you the cat. You give them the cash, and they want that phone back. So, right. just always keep your eyes on a you know three sixty swivel and um, just be safe out there. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, so, um, you know, let's let's. Uh, I want to make sure that everybody leaves with some kind of just really good actionable tip from you know your ten years of experience. Uh, yeah. You know, aside, I know you just went over some safety stuff. No, and, no, that's cool. And stuff like that, but you know, we we talked a little bit about diversifying and stuff like that, but. Uh, you know, maybe on um, some negotiating or or something like that. Maybe you can just drop sure. a little little gem for them. Well, on negotiations, I've noticed a lot of people who are new. That's the hardest part in the job is negotiations. And and what I always do is like say, okay, someone goes, hey, I have an iPhone 11 Pro Max. What can you offer? And I'm like, most of the time, I'm always like, well, what are you looking to get for it? I always try yeah. to put the ball in their court. Because like I could have been offered five hundred for it, but they say oh, I'll take three hundred, <laughs> you know. So you make right. that extra, extra bonus. Um, that's one tip for negotiations. I always try to put the ball in their court, you know. Even though you're like, contact me now for a free quote, you know. Uh, right. But just just kind of try to throw the Uno reverse card on them. And if they don't, well, they go like, well, you're the professional. Let me know. Then I'm then okay. But it doesn't hurt to try to yeah. have them, you know, kind of trip over themselves. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, I'm, and, I'm, and I think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I've made a lot of money over the time just putting the ball in their court and like, all right, you want three hundred for a six hundred device? Sure, no problem. <laughs> you know, right. So, well, and I think that's where you know I tell people regularly to you need to be profiling the people that you're talking to. And, yes, and so, no, it's bad, but I you mean, know, people think it's a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's to. bad, but I will. I'll I'll look at their profile and I think that if they're going to be a person that I think will throw out a number because that's what they need for their car note or that's what they need for their power bill or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they'll throw that number out. And I think that that's the kind of person they are. Then I'll, I'll do what you said was, you know, Hey, you know, what are you looking to get? But if it's somebody that I think, you know, is probably not going to do that, then, you know, I'll just offer them an offer and, and, and see, you know, but I also too, um, I always keep notes on people because, man, it's isn't it just you know the worst feeling in the world? And you're like, you know, um, you know, I'll do three hundred on it. And they're like, oh yes, okay, cool. Uh, when can you meet? And it's like, dang, I should have went for two hundred or two fifty. <laughs> and right. and so I'll I'll put a little note uh, on for their profile, like in my business suite and stuff. It's like, hey, jumped on first offer. That way, when they come back, That's I'm going to hit them lower. Uh, to see if I can force them to negotiate or see if they take that offer as well. You know what I mean? That's a that's a tip that you can do for uh, you know your repeat customers. That's a great tip, man, because a lot of people don't think about repeats. They just think about that. I got that sale. I got that buy. You know, right away. Right. It's it take it's nice to take the time to to like I said, organize yourself. And uh, yep. a lot of people lack those organizations organization skills. I'm one of them. I mean, I try to be organized as possible. But, we all uh, do, but yeah, you know, it, I mean, there's only, only so many hours so in the much, day, you know? yeah, especially right. you got kids, you got family, you got to deal with, you know, and, and those eight hours go by fast, you know, and uh, but Definitely. uh, yeah, I, like I said, negotiations are key, really, those are the key. Once you get those down, it usually comes pretty easily, and and don't be too pushy, but be aggressive, you know, say, you know, I can meet you now, you know, let's get this deal done, um, yeah. you know, let's what 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 will make you happy, you know, what I'm saying, yep. you know, just. Even if it's even if you're making fifty dollars on the phone, you're making fifty dollars. It depends on your bake roll. You know what I'm saying? Don't pass yeah. on a fifty dollar profit. I don't don't do it. Well, I mean, you know, one thing I tell people, and sometimes I even have to remind myself, you know, is 
you know, I doubt that you left a job as a lawyer to do this. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> most people, this is a side hustle for, you know what I mean? Or, or a lot of people, it's a side hustle for. So think about the job that you currently have or maybe the job that you left. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you used to go right on the back of a trash truck for 10 bucks an hour. And so you would, it took you five hours to make 50 bucks and then taxes were taken off of that. So, you know, can you drive 20 minutes to go make 50 bucks? I mean, really, you can't drive 20 minutes to go make 50 bucks or 60 bucks or whatever it is. Or, you know, uh, I drove for Uber for a little bit um, before I kind of got rolling really well in this business. And that was one thing was, man, I used to drive, you know, this many miles all the way to the other side of town, pick up some stranger that was drunk at like 1 a.m. and then drive him to the complete other side of town. Yeah, hope he doesn't throw and, up in you know, for like, like $9. And <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a, it's it's a like, huge perspective when you look at it that and, way. And know? so if you look at it that way and, you know, that's going to be a perspective that somebody's going to have to start looking at, especially with these prices until our sim comes up yeah. is, you know, you're you're gonna have to piss some people off with your offers, but at the same time, if you want to survive, if you wanna if you wanna keep beating your competition, you may have to start whittling down some of your uh, profit so that you can stay in the game. You know what I mean? That's right. And like I said, um, a lot of cities have competition. Everyone thinks, oh, there's too much, too many phone buyers in my area. Too many. Well, outwork them. Outwork your competition. You have to outwork your competition yeah. because. Anything in life, if you don't work hard enough for it, it's not going to come. So, you know, just, just yep. you know, up and downs, you know, this business is, is wishy-washy sometimes. But just, you know, wake up early, you know, you know, hit, hit those people up. You know, even though you're doing Facebook ads, you know, it doesn't hurt to scan the marketplace. It doesn't hurt to scan offer yeah, up. Yeah, I'm on marketplace all the time. It doesn't and hurt. And I find deals all the time. Yes, because a lot of people don't, you know, find you on Facebook ads. I mean, they don't. I mean, you know, yeah. you're missing maybe two or four, maybe two or five deals a week that you're not searching for. I mean, if yep. you're searching for them, you get those two to extra two to five deals. And that's an extra, could be an extra five, about 600 bucks just for you looking. So just outwork yep. your competition. That's, that's really what it comes down to, you know? Well, yeah. and while we're on the topic of competition and, you know, people complain, you know, there's too much competition. Like you said, right now with RSIM down, AT&T, yeah, you know, we we we've heard that that's gone down today as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't know how long that'll be down, but this is I mean, this is the fine line where the competition is split between the boys and the men. That's right. And you know, you're either going to stay in the game during this time, or you're not. And so is your competition. You know, this is this is the time that if you're trying to set yourself apart and you're wanting to stay in the game for the long long uh, you know the long time. Um, now's the time to outwork your competition because that's right. You know, depending on what your capital is, your bankroll is, you don't know what theirs is as well. And this will be the time that people get squeezed out of this this uh, this business. So do what you need to do, stay in it, and then whenever we're on the other side of this, then you got less competition to worry about. Then you can start ramping your profits back up. That's right. And uh, one more tip I want to give out to a lot of people is always be punctual and 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 be quick to reply. 
Yeah. Quick replies have brought me so much business over my other competition of direct buyers. Uh, yeah, even though they might be paying a tiny bit more, you know, sometimes you know, lock prices right now sucks, you know, but yeah. um, me being a direct buyer, if anyone ever wants to get a hold of me, you know, look me up on Facebook. Um, you know, we are very responsive and we pay quick. That's, that's the key. A lot of these guys, you know, you got to keep money flowing, especially if margins are tight. You need the money to keep flowing. So even when you're trying to meet a customer, always be quick. I'm telling you, you'll, you'll make so many more deals that way and, uh, you know, be punctual and be respectful. No matter if they tell you some to go F off or, or this or that, you know, because your offer's too crazy. Just, just kill them with kindness, right. you know, and just, you know, be a professional. So Yeah, and, you know, I've done tons of deals with Ray. There's been a lot of money exchanged, uh, multiple deals. Very good deals. And uh, everything's always went super well. I mean, he's always yeah. had Thanks, um, great communication. Um, you know, he doesn't hammer me with, with just stupid deductions yeah, like some other that. buyers have. Um, so if you are looking for a buyer, you know, check Ray out, Thanks, uh, man. Ray, if you want me to, I can probably drop like a, like a link to your Facebook yeah, or that'd be great. Uh, yeah, I appreciate something like that, that in, the, in the show notes or, um, YouTube description, wherever it is you're watching or listening to this, yeah, that'd be uh, great, you man. know, I can. Um, drop your WhatsApp number or something like that in there so people can reach out to you. That'd be great. Yes, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, my WhatsApp number. Yep. Um, I can give that now if someone re- wants to write it down. Um, it's yeah, 727-729-9628. That's my WhatsApp number plus one. So he'll drop it down the bottom anyways. Thanks, Justin. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. But yeah, feel free to reach out to me, guys. I can get you a list. Um, you know, and, uh, Like I said, if the prices don't work for you, that's cool. But at least we could uh, establish a relationship and um, – like you said, I'm here to help. So, you know, and he's I mean, always quick. That's the that's the biggest thing with Ray is, yeah. man. He just he's quick, and Maybe. and not just uh, not just in messaging, but like Facebook groups, comments, answering questions, and just helping people out. I mean, he's just always. I try quick. to be because I mean, you know, I was I, I I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And like I said, I, I was new once myself, new a newbie, and you know, this is a, a crazy market where you, a lot of people need a lot of help. So. um you know, I try to be helpful when I can, you know, and, uh, and yeah, just, we all want to make money. We're all here to help each other out. You know, if street flippers need direct buyers, direct, direct buyers need, um, other higher up buyers. And it's, it's, it's a cycle, exactly. that, you know, it's, yep. but we all help each other out and that's the key. Even, even our competition, we help each other. You know, if, if, if someone's looking for a certain device, we let somebody else know about it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's one big yep. family really. Um, I, I don't really have any enemies, you know, even other direct buyers, we all, try to help each other out. So it's, it's, yep. there's plenty of pie to go around. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Plenty yeah. of, plenty of pie. There's Leave it to you to bring up food. Hey, <laughs> I'm almost 300, bro. I hear you. <laughs> I love my food, man. I Big German you. here, bro. <laughs> well, before you go. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, we, we gotta do the dad joke. Oh I mean, man. I think every, I got one. Every interview. So I hope that you prepared and I hope you brought us a good one. All right. Well, this is this, this is pretty lame, but we'll go with. It. <laughs> hey, that's that's what right. dad jokes are. Yeah, that's, man. What, that's why they're hilarious. What the baby corn say to the mama corn? <laughs> I don't know. Where's popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope I you guys. It. I hope you all listen to the whole way through to hear that. Of, if you uh, did, you're missing out. But yeah, uh, that's it. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I'm well, man, dad. I do. 
I do greatly appreciate you coming on and giving us some of that insight. I think that's going to clear up a lot of confusion, especially for the newer people. I want to stress too Um, much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, things will work them way out. Things will work their way out. Um, Just, just be smart with your money, and you know, and like I said, take the smaller margins. Don't, don't turn them down. Yeah. I mean, don't turn down. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate coming on, giving us some clarity on you know, the market and exactly why it's messed up due to RCM and how that affects everything down the line. And uh, I think that'll answer a lot of questions. So I, I, hope, I do I appreciate your time. Yeah, brother. And like I said, um, Justin, you're doing amazing, bro. This podcast is going to take off. A lot of people are loving it. Um, the inside information is great. Um, yeah, guys, keep watching Justin. He's, he's a star in the making, guys. So uh, uh, I really appreciate your time and let me come on with you, bro. And um, I like to see, uh, it's been amazing watching you grow. So, uh, you know, keep doing your thing, man. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, you know, at some other point, I want to probably try to get you back on because I'd like to do, I'd kind of like to do, um, you know, like a, like a behind the scenes, uh, kind of thing for direct buyers, because I think a lot of people, especially new people don't really understand what a direct buyer is. And, exactly kind of how your operation works i'd like to have you on in a in a future episode so we can kind of break down exactly uh not exactly your process but no you know just kind of kind of get a bird's (laughs) eye view of of what the process looks like and what it entails because what i would really like to do is um if we can kind of keep getting these people on here uh, from different niches to where we can see what we could do in our business to help out each other and make things go smoother, make more money and just make everybody more happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And uh, a lot of people don't know the direct buying process and, and the, the amount of phones we get in grade wise, A, B, C, D, you know, and, and, right. and the stress it is, I, I personally hate deducting. I hate it. I hate when someone sends in an A grade phone and there's some scratch around the, the charging port. Yeah. Um, people, a lot of guys don't understand that the guys we sell to are super picky, you know? Yeah. So, you know, when we have to deduct, they're like, Oh man, you got to deduct this. It looks great, but they <laughs> yeah. don't. They and it does look great. And does. that's the thing. And it does. And it would on the street sell for an A grade, but these guys that yeah, are taking it looks them, amazing because they're paying buco bucks for the device. So right. that, it needs to be, you know what I'm saying? So exactly. yeah, a lot of people, a lot of street flips don't understand that side, which I, I always look like a jackass. Oh, sorry. You know, trying to you know <laughs> deduct you. constantly bro so i don't yeah. deduct constantly but i hate letting people know it's just it's just me personally but um yeah. it does and happen. that's what uh that's what i would like to have you on for so yeah. we can kind of discuss some of that and kind of you know get it out there in the air so that people are like well you know now that makes now that scratch that little bitty scratch it makes a big it difference. makes sense it, it makes does. sense so i see that so mm-hmm. all right man i all appreciate right, it yeah. and uh yeah, we'll we'll talk some more later. I I really do appreciate you coming on. Dude, absolutely, man. It's been fun. I appreciate it, Justin. I'll talk to you later, bro. All right, later. Later. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Phones to Freedom podcast with me, your host, Justin Fry. For free resources and materials, head on over to Phones to Freedom. And if you enjoyed the show, I would love to see you subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform it is that you prefer to listen on. Thanks again, and I'll catch you guys on the next one.